Hello and welcome to Data Hub podcast, Shaping Youth. We are a growing team of ambitious young women with the mission to socialize through knowledge. We believe that sharing information with others is a great service everyone can benefit from. In this episode, you will be listening to a panel discussion with the founder of Ellipsis Associates about women empowerment and well-being. I'm your moderator today, and my name is Maryam Yassin. I'm a recent graduate with a bachelor's degree in literature, publishing, and media. So the founders of Ellipsis Associates are two female speakers who are with us today. Nazmin, who is located in the UK, has worked for five years in a bank and currently is a mentor for young adults at a college. Hello, Nazmin. Hello, Maryam. Hi. And Maryam, who's located in Germany has studied biology for two years, then shifted to her current Middle Eastern and English studies. And she also teaches Arabic at her university. Hello, Maryam. Thank you very much. Together, they have created an online project offering courses to assist women and help them achieve overall success and well-being. We're also joined today by two members of the Data Hub team, Tracy, who's the digital marketing and social media specialist, Hello, welcome, guys. Welcome, Tracy. Andrea, who is the Emotional Intelligence Leadership Specialist. Hi, guys. Okay, well, first of all, this is something I'm very curious about, Nazmin and uh, Maryam. How did you two meet and how did you come up with the idea of the project? Um, we met while um, through our mentor. So um, we both have the same mentor and we met and we enrolled on, enrolled on a mentoring program. And this was um, um, conducted by our mentor. So uh, I initially enrolled on this mentoring program first and then Mariam joined um, sometime after. And we always used to, um, because we were part of, um, you know, all the students within the mentoring program, we, we kept in touch and, um, you know, we started following each other on Instagram and then that's how we met. And we realized that we had the same values and the same um, kind of goal and mission. And we were similar in various aspects. Um, I'd let Mariam um, explain now. Right, around two years ago, we started following and talking to each other on Instagram. And having joined the mentoring program around one year ago, I joined one year ago and Nazmin has joined before, our mentor knew that I would like to start a business and that Nazmin would like to start a business as well. And he messaged us in May, around May, and brought us together as co-CEOs and um, him being an experienced associate. We have worked together ever since and are uh, really looking forward to many more projects in the future, inshallah. Inshallah. Why did you guys pick that specific name, by the way, for your for your business? Interesting question, Mariam. Uh, there, there is a sort of like the the reason behind it is not, if you um, disregard associates, even though that is still part of our name, it's mainly the definition of ellipsis. So the definition of ellipsis, the meaning behind it is that we wanted to create. Um, deliver education that eliminates all the unnecessary information for women to make it as simple and fluent as possible so that we can help them by working on their individual barriers that all the setbacks all the obstacles that they face in their life 
and they don't achieve their goals and they always sort of like from my personal experience women tend to put their goals and ambitions to one side and they don't prioritize it high enough along with everything else raising a family and looking after the house etc and working as well so we wanted to try and create something um, that the meaning behind ellipsis associates that we focused on the definition of ellipsis which is what the aim of the business is uh, delivering education that eradicates the unnecessary from speech which we deliver through our lectures and our written material to make the knowledge fluent and uh, every woman will be able to understand well you've spoken about your mentor and You've actually said to me before that you had several mentors. So I would like you guys to speak about this in more detail. Um, how, how did your mentors influence your ideas and the direction your career took? Of course, um, our mentor, um, he always used to support us and he listened to us. And I've always wanted to have uh, an initially, like what Maria mentioned at the beginning, start up our business. So I didn't think it was possible without my mental support. I did not think that I would be here today, you know, as a new startup and, and meeting uh, really amazing people and, you know, trying to, you know, student and helping them. I just mentioned that these are the few things. Initially, I'll just rewind and I'll go back to the beginning. When I first started, um, you know, getting mentored, I have got a lot of personal life experience. And with that, a lot of um, women used to come to me on my personal profile on Instagram. And our mentor used to refer women towards me to provide like a counseling service. So I used to, um, and even though I don't have any um, credentials in psychology or anything like that, but I think with my life experience, with me going through certain things within my life and suffering um, in, in certain aspects of areas within my mental health, I had that experience. And were I to um, speak to the sisters who, who come to me, and this was always via messages, I used to be able to help them getting from one place to another. And our mentor saw this and he, and he saw that the fact that, you know, he was getting a lot of feedback because you know the women that came to me they we were we had the same following and they would go to our mentor and then you know when I mentioned about the idea of the this startup of ellipsis associates and the main thing was to help I just want I just kept saying to him I just want to help women I just want to help you know and benefit uh, you know humanity and then we just we, we threw a few ideas and then when when I mentioned something along the lines of helping women and with the barriers and the obstacles um, this idea was formed and alhamdulillah he is our chairman for ellipsis associates and we have a lot of guidance from him um, through business knowledge and we learn a lot from businesses uh, you know through books and through um, you know other material as well that and and through his advice as well so that's how our mentor um, changed my life as well and also uh, helped us with our business. Regarding your um, question how mentors influence your ideas and the direction you take in life, uh, for me personally um, it's been really similar when you go through a change, a major change or transition in life Having a mentor can help you so much because in the beginning, you often don't know how much more there is to learn and how unaware we can be of our own unawareness. There's so much to learn. There's so much to explore, but we usually don't take the first step. And uh, many people don't know um, 
um, where, in which direction to go and uh, what to do. They don't dare to dream big enough. And uh, I have to say that I was one of those people. I knew that I always wanted to do something. I knew that there was more to life. And um, I knew that it felt like there was something missing, but you don't really know what to do about this. And um, having a mentor, um, it's like a mentor is holding a torch for you on your journey through life, um, because sometimes it can get really dark. You don't know what to do. You are in a state of confusion, but then um, you find a mentor and they help you um, take the next steps and um, what I also think is really important is that a lot of people don't believe in themselves. They don't believe they can achieve what they want to achieve. And having a mentor for me taught me that it is possible. I can dream big. And um, we all have the potential to reach our goals. And believing in yourself and other people believing in you is uh, so important. And um, because of this, having a mentor is also um it's a privilege really in life. I totally agree with you. And of course it is. Mentorship has become more and more um, normalized and a lot of universities offer mentoring programs. Uh, even Data Hub uh, is building its own mentoring program. Tracy, you can speak to us about this. Thank you. Thank you, Marianne. Um, I think first of all, that was an introduction as to what a mentor is, especially when you mentioned that a mentor is a person who holds a torch on your journey and kind of lights up the way and guides you. I think that's so on point. And that's kind of the goal behind the mentoring programs with Data Hub. Um, we look for experts and professionals in specific fields who are there to guide students, uh, whether it's in specific areas where you feel like you're lacking something or want to improve some skills. It's so important to have a person to look up to, a person you can rely on to kind of improve these little parts of yourself to kind of achieve the bigger dreams that you have planned. And so that's the idea behind the mentoring program at Data Hub, which um, has the same values as the ones you mentioned. So I thought that was a really cool bridge between uh, the two kinds of experiences. Thank you, Tracy. So Nazmin and Maryam, uh, we've noticed a shift in your career at one point or another. And I think that's a bold move and, I, and for sure mentorship has an impact on that and has helped you with that. Uh, but what made you feel like it was the right decision and how did that shift get you to where you are today? For me personally, at the time of my grade school, which was like an eternity ago, I was really interested in nutrition and science and decided to pursue a degree in biology with the intention of going into research. I really wanted to research cancer and heart disease um, but once you're in a new environment within, with many new people, which was uh, the university setting for me, you can start asking yourself a lot of questions about who you are and what you really want to do in life. And uh, that was the case for me. So uh, I asked myself, is this really what I want um, in the future? And um, do I want to work in a laboratory for the rest of my life? And while I really appreciate all the memories and the experiences I have from that time, I knew that it was not what I saw myself doing in the future. And while I was studying biology, I took different courses in the field of psychology. I took a few English classes, Spanish classes, and most importantly for me now, Arabic classes. And one piece of advice um, I would really like to share with everyone is to try out different things that you are interested in. I'm really grateful that I um, made the decision to explore 
more. And uh, for example, languages for me are uh, really important and that's what I do uh, during my time. And you will never know if you never try. And it is okay to reach the conclusion that something you thought would be for you, in my case, biology, uh, does not really turn out how you initially imagined it to. And um, yeah, it's important to just do what you want to do and love to do, um, because if you don't, you will really regret it in the future and miss out on so many opportunities. So um, I knew that I needed to make a change um, because I didn't feel like this was the path for me um, in the long in the long term. And um, also, I can imagine a lot of people being told, and I've been told that as well, that a lot of people um, said, now you will have wasted so much time, uh, you could have done something else from the very beginning. But um, something we need to realize is that there's so much more to us than um, our degree. And um, I mean, I wasn't wasting time, I was learning and I was um, trying out different things. And even though I made the change to uh, now study something else, I don't really see that as a waste at all, because um, through the whole process of um, trying out different things, I learned so much more about myself. So um, as I mentioned before, I always loved learning languages from a very young age, English, for instance, but especially Arabic was the language that I wanted to study. And I can say um, for the rest of my life and I started doing some research into how I can learn the best, um, how can I learn the language in the best of ways, uh, being located in Germany, and um, found out that quite close to me, I can study uh, Oriental Studies and English both at the same time. And in the beginning of um, this year, so I made the change and um, I never regretted it. I am really grateful for having made that change. And in the, very, in the very beginning of this year, my Arabic professor asked me and suggested me to work for her. And um, this included teaching Arabic as well. And um, I love teaching and uh, learning. So I'm really grateful for having made that change. And going back to your question, um, it was a huge shift at that time. And especially when you're out of school, um, it's like a new world is opening up to you because at school, everything is fixed. You don't really choose your teachers. You don't really choose your subjects. You just learn what you are told to learn. But once you're out, you're kind of on your own. So you need to do that exploration um, on your own as well. And having a mentor, if I think back, if I had a mentor from that time onwards, it would have helped me so much. And um, I had a lot of people that I could talk to and um, also from my university who had offered um, advice to me and that was really valuable um, and a lot of opportunities open up when you do what you really feel like you should be doing in life and I think when you notice that something is not for you you can always make a change and it's never too late and the time you spend doing something you loved is never wasted. Thank you Mariam. So with me it was um, I've always loved working with children so I initially wanted to pursue a degree in teaching for me to pursue the degree in 
teaching um so for, for example in like primary school age which is like kindergarten age i would need to um go back to college and i took out from when i finished school i took some time out um due to raising a family and i wanted to go back into education so i had to upskill and try to go back into college and get uh, my um you know the step back into education and when like as maria mentioned when you have a, such a long break from uh, continuously being in education and then you suddenly go back in it was you know it was different for me the whole environment was different it was challenging for me but I really loved it and I wanted to pursue uh, working with children so I went through um, different courses and just before I was about to um, lodge my application at the university for a degree in teaching something just didn't feel right to me I just felt like is it is this what I wanted to do and it was that moment that shift that I thought no I don't want to go into a degree in teaching I still want to be able to uh, work with children I've got various experiences in placements throughout my three-year course that I did in day nursery in, in primary school settings in and uh, currently now in a college but what is it that I want to do so from working with children I decided that I wanted to do a completely 360 turn and, I, and then I went into finance in and working in a bank uh, but that was only due to the fact that I wanted to explore different sectors something that made me feel like is this what I want to do for the rest of my life that question that I just kept on asking again and again and again not that I didn't love working with children but it was something that I needed to explore and reflect on deep within me myself and whilst I was working in the bank I got very comfortable I worked there for five years and I can assure you working in a school and then working in a bank, it was such a, a difference. Like it was quite different. You learn different things uh, working in an office. So I became um, an underwriter and I was underwriting mortgage applications and uh, all the skills that I collected along the way from the experience with children and what I learned from there as well and what I learned in the bank as well it just it sort of like it went into a bank and I just I just wanted to collect the wisdom all along the way and just collect all the skills that I had picked up all along the way and then I decided that whilst I was doing these kind of things there was something missing inside of me I wanted to I wanted to give back to humanity something that you know and it always always linked in with my purpose because my purpose is to help people and that's like I, I just wanted to you know think to myself that yes I've done this I've gone down this uh, route of fi the finance sector now that I've done the educational sector what else can I do and I still am using the you know educational as like a teacher I'm still helping students and even though with ellipsis associate it's still like a, it's still delivering teaching you know it's still like educational um beneficial knowledge that we are giving to women to try and help them so it's sort of like I know it's a massive shift but I think it comes at um the right point in your life when you are trying to delve deep inside yourself and try and find out what your purpose is in life and what is it that you could be doing all day long that you will never ever get sick of and you know it's something that you know a question that everyone's got their own individual purpose and it's something that we always talk about within our courses as well and you know we try and and bring that out and we get a lot of questions from sisters as well to say what what is what could be my purpose and we can't answer that that has to be ultimately coming from yourself so that you can explore all the different um, options that are available to you 
And um, I'm quite glad now, uh, looking at this point in my life now, that I didn't pursue a degree in, in any field because I don't think I would have utilised that within the current area because, like you said, there was a, a quite a big shift. And, you know, trying to, um, you know, always stick in one sector would have been probably been a bit more ch uh, challenging for me as well. Thank you. Well, of course, every single moment or decision you take in your life is going to shape you and add to your life. Yes. Um, and any sort of knowledge is good knowledge, I believe. I, I don't believe there is time wasted as long as we're learning something new. Yes. Um, but still, questioning your decisions is completely normal. And, challenge, and the challenges you could face uh, in any field could be beneficial, uh, whether you're going to stay in the same field or shift your career or decide to just com completely change everything in your life. And speaking of challenges, what are the obstacles and barriers uh, that women face and that you feel need more attention from us uh, and from society? Yes, of course. So one of the things that we I, I see a common pattern forming when I'm speaking to women, and this could be, um, you know, sisters that I know personally, sisters who I've spoken through online, is that they always have this fear within them. This could be a fear of failure, a fear of uncertainty about the future. They feel overwhelmed with things. They they feel like uh, these negative biases come in that, you know, that they the self-doubt comes in that they cannot achieve something. It's like when they want to, you know, tell someone about a brilliant idea, maybe it's a startup, maybe starting a new business or something or, you know, partnering up with someone else. There'll always be some people who probably won't support them, but they'll always believe the opinion of these people, but they will never ever believe that they've got the potential to be able to achieve goals and ambitions and and be a strong foundation within society for future leaders as well. So um, we try to focus on trying to help women by overcoming these barriers and working on these uh, barriers uh, individually. And the way we do this is we deliver the lectures and throughout those lectures, we ask powerful questions which they can um, you know write down on the workbook that accompanies our courses and when they are trying unraveling all these individual barriers uh, these fears um, it's like they are it's like a threat it's like a thread um it's basically you unravel and unravel and unravel and you get to the root cause and that cause you address so for example if um a sister has some kind of stress anxiety or depression effects then you you sort of work on that and you might get, go back to the beginning of and get to the root cause and there may be a trauma that's not been addressed and you work on that and then once you work on that uh, we've had feedback from um, sisters who've joined our courses and they just feel like they've they kept on saying the word that just we just feel like a burden's been lifted and we just feel so light and you know we we didn't know that you know us keeping all this inside of us you know is is not is not beneficial to us so what we do is we break down these barriers into small manageable steps and we work with the sisters so that they can try and overcome all these obstacles that they face thank you Mariam do you have something else to add I can definitely agree with what Nazmin has said um, maybe to add uh, and this would bring us uh, to the next questions as well a lot of people have a lot of issues when it comes to uh, time management they um, say that they have a lot of things to do and they get stressed and worried and anxious. But um, 
one advice that was given to me was that a lot of people don't really have problems when it comes to managing their time, but when it comes to their emotions, and that this would bring us back to what Nazmin has also said, um, time management is actually not the cause, but an effect. And we, in our courses, for example, and in what we write, we always try to address the cause to begin with. For example, a lot of, a lot of people might have difficulties managing their time and everything they need to do because they are maybe procrastinating or they um, don't prioritize well enough and have a lot of um, fear also when it comes to just getting started. And most of the time we suffer more in imagination than in reality. And there's not really much to fear when it comes to just getting started. A lot of people are afraid to fail. A lot of people are afraid of um, being criticized as uh, was mentioned before. So when we address the cause, um, dealing with the effect is much easier. And that's what we also talk about. Well, thank you. I would like you guys also to explain the importance of um, mental health and well-being and its effect on our everyday life and our work life as well. Uh, you guys have spoken to me before about your experiences um, with depression and anxiety, which is something that is very engraved in our society and that people are being more and more open about and would like to discuss. Um, so, Mariam, I've, I'm going I'm to be honest and I'm going to say that I have experienced um, suffering with depression and anxiety due to life events that uh, happened within my life. And um, it was um, this stigma that's attached to it and not being able to talk about it was, um, you know, makes makes everyone feel like, you know, they shouldn't talk about it and raising the awareness and you know talking about this and and how this uh, how mental health and the vital link it, it poses to overall well-being um seems to be overlooked in this day and age as well um because life can be pretty challenging and work also comes with various challenges as well so the important aspect is to be able to balance and prioritize your mental health because if you ignore your mental health you then you know it's just going to get worse and and then you're going to have more and more um difficulties and more and more um effects will start popping up for example you know like i said with with stress anxiety depression uh panic attacks all them kind of things so um i also listened to um your uh, the data hub podcast in uh, the meet the team and you mentioned there um that a lot of students go through mental breakdowns and this could be the result of putting too much pressure on themselves. Um, so I've also first-hand experienced whilst working in a college how overwhelmed students can become uh, just purely on the work that they need to complete. And this is where my mentoring comes in as well. We, uh, you know, I work, I work with them and if they feel like they can't cope, they can always come up and we try and, and work around it and, and, and bring solutions so that they can complete their work. And if, if there's something that they don't understand, further support is available as well. So I understand and appreciate that mental health and overall well-being linked into just your general day-to-day -day life and work is really, really important. And learning about mental health and how the cause of the effects you are experiencing is also significant as well in the cause and effect relationship. 
uh, because once you address the cause, then the effects will disappear. For example, panic attacks and anxiety could be caused by a trauma in the past, which I've mentioned. And if that trauma is not addressed and just brushed under the carpet, the effects will keep reappearing in your life and these will get more frequent and severe. So mental well-being is a key role in also having a um, positive outlook on life and to embra embrace all the challenges by taking incremental steps to go through each challenge and keep your mental health also unaffected. Thank you. Thank you, Nazmin. Uh, what about your experience, Maria? And my experience has been um, quite similar when it comes to uh, well, mental health and mental well-being. It's really important to prioritize that because once that is not there, health in every other area and mental being, uh, well-being in every area will also not be, um, it will be difficult. It will be difficult to, um, to um, for example, as a student, it will be difficult as um, a mother, as a daughter, having these different roles. Mental health is really important in all of them. So we also, um, in our courses, in everything we do, we aim to approach life holistically and mental well-being is definitely a part of that, a key role um, it plays. So by focusing on that, it's not just that you improve in one area, but one area affects every other area of life as well. But um, we often forget about the importance of mental health. And I think in the last few months and years, this has become more important. And a lot of people also go through um, more because the world as it is, um, is really changing and it's changing really fast. So I think that's also one of the reasons um, why it's so important to talk about this. Thank you. It is indeed very interesting how everything is interconnected, mental health, work, personal life, and each one of us really has to juggle between all of this, and we're all just pushing through. Um, well, unfortunately, we have to wrap it up a little, but Nazmin, I would love for you to speak about your book. You're writing a book right now. Thank you, uh, Mariam. Um, so my book that I'm writing currently at the moment is in the field of personal development. And the uh, book is all about choices. Um, the reason behind writing this book is that due to my own personal experiences um, of not giving importance to choices in life. Um, and I talk about the importance of seeking knowledge and getting advice um, from mentors before you make a choice. And also um, another thing is that this book is um, de dedicated to, to my mentor who was able to support me in, and um, continue writing. And hopefully I will keep you updated once it's um, edited and published. Perfect. Thank you. And is there anything... Um... Ellipsis Associates is working on now that anything that our audience should stay on the lookout for? Uh, yes, we are working on a podcast that will be launched very soon. And um, we invite uh, guests to talk about important things and share their experiences with us as well. So as many people can get to benefit as possible. We are also working on creating our third course. We currently have two launched and we are uh, working on that as well. Perfect, thank you so much. Also as a startup and a business uniting young adults beginning um, their professional careers, we would like to, uh, we would like for each one of you uh, to give us like a small piece of advice you find extremely crucial or maybe a tip 
that you wish someone had told you earlier um, in your career? Yes, so I wished that I had a mentor in the past because then the outcomes of my life would possibly be a bit different. Um, but the one piece of advice that I would give young adults wishing to pursue their personal professional careers is to be a lifelong student and to, uh, if possible, have a mentor or mentors um, because the um, the mentor kind of like you know guides you towards um, what where you need to go what what would be the best option for you and and it's like you you get quite fast with with all the knowledge and the wisdom that the mentor has so that's one piece of advice that I would give um, to anyone any students and hopefully that should benefit them. Thank you. What what about you, Maria? Uh, one piece of advice that I would really uh, like to share is to start now. Um, take the opportunities that are presented to you and don't waste time, for example, overthinking. There's um, really no time to waste to try out new things because you never know what really will be for you and what opportunities will show up. And it's really important to um, be consistent and disciplined when you cho choose a path and um, also learn as much as you can make learning even if it's a little bit every single day um, make learning part of your day even if it's small steps you are taking they will eventually get you somewhere great well thank you both for joining us today i really enjoyed this talk honestly and um and thank you rea and tracy for for joining us as well and thank you guys for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this thank you so much thank you thank you all this was very interesting thank you ladies for having us thank you so much thank you very much thank you girls thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our channel follow us on social media and push the notification button to be notified whenever a new episode is uploaded thank you guys and until next time Bye.